and one have a huge huge knife and was robbed. He said, bring money, bring money, open the safe. And the sword was, you know, the big knife was in my stomach. He, he put it like this. this. And then he said, God, I don't have... Since you came to Australia, I never been in the kitchen cooking. This is your kids. There's nothing better than learn how to look after your kids. Hey guys, this is a special podcast because we are on a cruise right now. Welcome back to the number one podcast in Australia. Guys, again, make sure to hit the link in the description for Fanatics merch. As you guys can see, I am wearing a Golden State merchandise that you guys can buy once you hit that link. So dad, back again with you. How does it feel? Thank you, man. It feels good. Keep enjoying to to be part of this family podcast and we're enjoying today and today is very special we are on the cruise which is pno pno cruise so guys we have have been vlogging so you guys are going to check on my main channel but we've ended up on the pride cruise um which is which is funny the story of how we ended up here but we are having a great time um and it's more time for conversation so yeah and we're enjoying it for this morning because it's a very good experience especially to have the first podcast and you're enjoying the cruise see now we are now a ship is moving around so this is the hotel is moving around mm. and this very good experience we have been doing like this is the third time for our cruise now to do it and we podcast it it's good we're cool. here with the family my wife and rose and ian and uh, we're having good time i don't think um number one i don't think anyone's ever done a podcast on a cruise before guys we got to figure out yeah we, we got to search we we, yeah. we may be creating history right now the the first podcast ever done on a cruise um and i like it it's really cool like it's so dope like it's like a hotel we enjoying ourselves so dad with this episode i wanted to talk uh, obviously we had the episode with culture we had mom talk about her background let's go back to when we first moved to australia and that experience as immigrants so um yeah take us back what made okay we'll talk from your side what made us come to australia so from my side it's it's different because and always everything's sort of background so my background was born in Rwanda and uh, 1994 so we have uh, a war so which has made me move to go to to Kenya and then from Kenya is how to end up to to Australia why so, Australia so the reason Australia as I say I was lucky to have met my wife Rose because he have relative in Australia so his brother used to live in Australia so mm. for me, I didn't know anything about Australia mm. until I have met uh, your mom, Rose. How, how was your yeah. English at that time? My English was not good. Uh, I was in Rwanda, I speak French, but mainly even the Spanish, the French never speak well. So I, I was more a local boy who lived born in Rwanda. We thought we got to live in Rwanda for our life, but life changed. We go to Kenya, and then also to live in Kenya, it was not that easy as Rwandese. Mm. So I could get documentation, I could get the status to live there, mm. even though I was married to, to Rose. Mm. So for me, I was looking a good place to to, to, to go to live because all my other brothers, everything there, everybody went to Europe. Did you, did you not think to go to Europe? Yes, yeah, somehow I think to go to Europe, but later, because Rose, she didn't like to, to go to Europe because most of our friends, people grow up together, all were in Europe. So for me, I was told it was okay to go to Europe, but Rose, she didn't like to go to Europe. 
What about Australia? Uh, what about um, America? Yeah, even America, we talked about it, but somehow I don't know. Rose was preferring always to to come to Australia. Australia. Mm. So for me to move here, it was for my survival. Mm. Yes. So it's different. I didn't sacrifice anything because I didn't have life anyway. So so for me, I'm not those parents that say, oh, I sacrificed to come to, to Australia. I was even lucky because I was in the packages of me as, as you. Because mm. if you're parents, you can't get status in a country in Africa. Even though I was married to Rose, I could be able to have a status to live in Kenya, even though we are married illegally. So that's why that inequality wasn't there. But now things have changed. So you could still get status when you married a woman. So imagine how it's funny. So if that times a Kenyan man married a Rwandese, so that lady, that woman, she could become a Kenyan. But if a man from different country married a Kenyan woman, he was not allowed to become the citizen. A citizen. Yeah. Really? So that would call the equality. But now that this is good, things has changed. Wow. And uh okay, so that's that's interesting. So okay, so we end up coming to Australia, two kids, mom's pregnant with Emmanuel. How was it like in your whole life you've grown up seeing black people everywhere? So now you come and you see was there even any black people when we first arrived? Did you see any black people? Hey guys, just real quick, I know you're enjoying the video, we're going to get back to that, but this video is sponsored by Fanatics. Now guys, the reason I've partnered up with Fanatics is not only do I have custom drip, I look fly, the second thing is I get to save money and that's what I want to give back to you guys. It's always about giving back to the people who come in and support. So guys, you guys can get awesome merch, NBA, NFL, all type of drip at Fanatics. Hit the link in the description. Now guys, there is deals every single day, 65% off, free shipping. The more you wait, the more deals are going to go missing by you. And this is your chance to really save money and get drip at such a good price. Now. As soon as you finish watching this video, click that link, head over to Fanatics and go copy some merch right now. All right, let's get back to the video. No, no, there were, there were not many. There were same, some, some group, uh, Tanzania group, but on the street, you could see anyone. But as, as I say, for me, there is the thing I really wanted. I want to have a, a safe place. In Kenya, it was not safe. Come a place where it was safety. There was no worry about any any war identification. So for me, it was a very good. Mm. I never think about color because it was mean anything. But was me. it still a culture shock, like just seeing now all white people like everywhere? Yes. See, the culture shock even not start on the street. It start from the family. Mm. So because since to came to Australia, I never been in the kitchen cooking. So now when we came, your mom, she was pregnant. Eh? A few days, she went to hospital. Oh, and I look around, I didn't know what to go to cook. We didn't know even what to go to eat. Mm -hmm. So that the day, the culture changed. That the day, is that in your house? In your house. Yes. You have to learn how to cook. She was so, in hospital calling her, say, ah, you do cook rice like this and you put the things there. So see that the change for everything. So wait, before that, in in africa you've never been in the kitchen never 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 <laughs> so okay fast forward you come to australia now yes and mom's away so you're calling her what should i cook for yes the how we go to eat eh. for the night me and you and then in ian so that's catch a show that's how you think oh wow see that that is still you know that now you wonder wow 
have is that it was a simple thing to cook, but I never know how to cook. Wow. And that we call it culture. How how did you learn how to cook? So since we talk there and then I start doing slowly and family could help us, but cooking is easy things to learn. Mm. Yeah, because you have to eat. You don't even to learn it. It's it's a must. In Australia now, you're raising two two kids mom's pregnant what was that experience like what were some other culture shocks for you like you so, know because you have to find work yes. you have to do these things yeah so that it's 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 a survival but especially for me then also my english i have to learn language english communication was hard only things we been lucky to have is a family which is welcome us you help us meet to 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 do things so we meet yeah integrate so i, I think to came to Australia, you don't want to immigrate to your people coming from you to meet in, in general society. Things that make easier for me. So because at least when we meet uh, our church, we meet Mr. Brown and his family and the church congregation, so they were there. So it may very bit change for us, but you go somewhere, you can't communicate, people talk to you. And you say yes, yes, and you didn't even understand what they say. Something like that. Yeah. Taking the kids to school, mm. two kids walking to school, come back, and I was like, I get a, a job working post office. So that was your first job. Yeah, post office. Yeah. So how long did it take you to get your first job? Uh, it take short. It didn't take long. So at the when mom came from the hospital, everything's there. Yeah, I can't remember, but it didn't take just long. It was just three hours. I was waking up 6 a.m. morning, three hours ago, come, find you ready and take you to school. It was doing? good. What were you doing in the first uh, Mary Sota. So you didn't have to speak to people? No, 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 no. Just numbers put there, the suburb, everything's there. Just three hours. Mm -hmm. It was good. Three hours you come, take you to school, I come, relax, and then I pick up from your school. Mm. Yeah, so, so that was your day? Yeah, that was my day. And what was mom doing? Just with Manuel, mm. crying, crying every day. Like back home, were you working? You, it's not like you were working a job. You, you didn't have to take kids to school. Yes, you didn't do anything. Then can you? In Kenya, you could take them to school. I used to drive here and to go to school, but nothing else you do. So you don't have any, anything to do with kids. You know, they made they are there. They finish. They cook. You know. So, but some things you learn. You learn how to change nappy for your child for the first time, and you feel it's not your job. You feel oh. Why do I need to change nappy? Because you never did to other one. So that is culture change. But wow, changing nappy, put him in the plum. You know, you can't leave him anywhere. You don't have somebody to live in the house. Mm. Everywhere you walk, you walk with your kids. With your kids. Mm. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you, you know, it's, it's, you can't do anything until you learn how the system works but it become much easier mm. how long how long were you at the post office for uh so at the uh, post office maybe i worked there maybe maybe like three to four years wow yeah it was good yes three to four mm. years. and yeah. it was decent salary no that times was it wasn't but also we get some support from the government so that is why again this is western countries there is a lot of support they know what family is mean is so if you can't get family support from the government, so you can't get much. Mm. So you remember the, the focus wasn't even just about money, just to raise the kids. Mm. Because sometimes we could struggle to get time 
full time, leaves mom home by herself. It's going to be too much stress. Coming home, ten eight hours working, it, it's so hard. Mm. And by the way, guys, sorry if you guys hear any kind of background noise. We are on a cruise, so there's other people here. We have mom being our bodyguard, you know, guiding people. So dad, this is interesting because it's like again a lot of things that I was not aware about. You know, of us coming to Australia because we're just kids. We're going to school. Um, I do remember early memories of you taking us to tennis when we were young how old how old were we at uh so the time is just the first we came i think you were seven seven yeah so maybe at that time it was around nine ten mm-hmm. so so that, that's the first sport we tried to put in it tennis so, yeah tennis uh, because when i was a good grew up in rwanda tennis was like a classic mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a sport where you know mm-hmm. uh, for world's family people because mm-hmm. i remember so i have very good friends we grew up together and they were, they were our neighbor so their name called Mubuni. so we used to take i used to see their parents you'd like to go tennis and say wow this is the the game i've got to put to to my kids mm-hmm. so and, and then that is why i put you to tennis mm-hmm. you know and it was good so that that is why we, we start tennis and it was that um, not far from where we live and it was this guy who was teaching you think there yeah it was good so what was your next job after the post office so the f- after post office now i went to driving now so i started doing driving driving so i did a few days delivering pizza and then i stopped it and then i went to start driving trucks now so transport was, 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 so that's what i'm saying was that like a, like just even working those jobs and things like that was it a hard adjustment or was like this is what i have to survive this is what i need to do to pay the yes rent? For, for me because I, I i come i don't have a professional background so i was not what about whatever i doing so when i grow up and one when i finish so i used to work for my third business and i remember so what are you doing the first time i finished high school i was driving my father's pickup so to go to bring goods and then bring a pair so i, I think transport was in mind since I was young, since I was leaving my father, even I started driving, doing transport, even though I didn't have the the the, the license. So my father was a merchandise, mm-hmm. so he knew what to know entrepreneurship to do things mm-hmm. there. So I pick up, send the goods, come back, everything there. So I did work with my my father, and then also in Kenya, I was trying to do the same things, business transport. But the time in Kenya, at least I have driver who do that for me. So mm-hmm. to come here to do that for me, it wasn't a bit. It wasn't a big deal. Yes. And then, and then, like let's say you you're talking about you're driving trucks, right? How is that experience in terms of because you're mostly around Aussies? Was there anything like even like certain comments that would because they're not used to maybe seeing a black person? Was there anything that like you would have to get used to? Yes. No. No. Because as I say, and 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 the type of working in that. It's a it's labor job. I think when you do labor job as Africans, it, it doesn't make a difference because the people you are working, they are the same as you anyway. And and the most sometimes they see you when you are labor, they think oh that is your job anyway. So they, they think there's much better you can do. Mm-hmm. But for me, as I say, you drive by own, and they, there was no any exchange, any communication between. No, you go there, you pack your thing there, they pack for you, you think there, you trust there, you go. So there was no much in- interaction or communication for anything. There was no purpose which we could make as in an argument or a- anything there. Mm-hmm. So I realized in Australia, 
it's more job for for immigrant so so there, there is no what people could call racials everything there because most of the immigrant anyway so there was not the white community in there before i start i stay home yeah so i can correct so i stay home so after rose come from baby so i stay home yeah i stay home for Four years, Rosie was working. Four years, one, yes, you looking were, after you. You were stay home, Dad. Yes, I will stay home, was Dad. The government paying? because yes, because your mom she was working with Qantas. So that's how we, we choose that another culture change. So the other culture change is, oh, me a man have to work. But I was looking what well, to go to struggle working more. And if my wife should get a good job, so that was is a simple decision. So, but other people say, no, 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 I am a man. I have to work because African is what they say. It's no, it's, so it's so mom was working at Qantas. Yes, she was going here, and you were just like taking us to training. Yes, were we playing football at that time? Yes, now it changed. See mm-hmm. now what happened now after tennis didn't like it, so we changed, and then we meet uh, the Tanya. Mm-hmm. So Tanya they introduced to soccer and start playing San Susi. So there was no way I've got to be working full times, taking to school, yeah. all those things there. So, but I was still, wow, well, yeah. I remember we stayed longer working post office that, that times mm. because also everybody went to sport. So you, you so my job it was morning, mm. go work, post office, come back home, take you to school, and then pick you to school, and then later go to the training. Wow. Yes, full time. So full you were full time, like kind of stay at home dad. I yes, mean, yes. Yes. You worked in the morning, mm-hmm. but you, you know, staying at home, yes. and then you were looking out, and yes. mom was. That's yes. interesting yes. because, it's like you said, mo- most, especially African, mm-hmm. it's the husband. I got to be the one who's. But wow. Yeah, and it create me. That's how it create a very connection with Emmanuel because I learn how to change his nappy. I learn how to give him the the bottle cooking for him everything's there so that is good learning experience that is the cold culture or is just learning experience learning in life experience. yes mm-hmm. and and give a very connection you give connection with your kids mm? but before i thought ah i can do this this is not a job for men but until you get used to it until you realize this is your kids there's nothing better than learn how to look after your kids See, mm-hmm. before we thought, ah, this is, you know, this is not my job. This mm-hmm. thing, the, the woman's yes, job, changing yeah. mm-hmm. Because back home in Africa, you have people to do it. Yes. So when you felt you being hands-on because you had to, you had no other choice, it gave you a connection with, let's say, Emmanuel, because you were there changing his nappies and doing yes. all these things. And, and a good another thing is that you know your kids exactly, the, the behavior, the things since you are young, because every day you are with them, every day you are with them. And they realize, wow, this is what our parents have missed. No, because we never see our parents when mm. we are engaged, or five or six, never. You do their business, they are busy. So you are there with made with working things there. You never see your your, your father until late evening. You never see no. But for you to see kids twenty four seven, that is culture change. But you see it creates some things nice to learn. Mm. You know, it it brings value to the family. You know what family means. We say both ways work. It's the same. If you work too many hours, you feed your family, of course, you know the value of the family. So again, it's the same. If you are sitting there, you change your 
turn up, you take them to school, you take them to whatever the activity they go to do. So both wives working as, as a family. Mm. So there's not, nothing ashamed. Yeah. And, and I think like what kids understand more is time. You know, so and and it's interesting. I like how you said that's maybe what your parents missed was that being able to spend time like that type of valuable time with your kids. Yes. Yeah. And you see, when I used to go back home holiday, we go back holiday with Manuel. Everything there. You go places. People see you are carrying your child, and they look at like this. What kind of this man is? Mm-hmm. And the later, if they found you from Australia, they say, oh, they understand them because that things they, they can't understand how you go take your child in, in public ways. Mm-hmm. You know. There's a place we went for swimming, they call carnival. In, and, in Kenya? Yes, in Kenya, Nairobi. And I was changing Emmanuel's nappy. You know, all my friends, they were just laughing. <laughs> they couldn't understand why it could be happening like that. But you see, they, they don't understand that connection. They don't understand that, that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I hope that the things we have to change mm-hmm. in, in, in our society. Mm-hmm. You know, to be part of your children, not mm-hmm. feel ashamed to change nappy for, yeah. for, for your kids. Because it's, I think it's, it's true because like you said, like a lot of men, we feel that's not our job. Like, yes. of course, you know, you may have a child. I've never had children before, but like you see, you know, those things, you leave it to the mother. But I think, yeah, being hands on with your child. Cause I, I think I remember most you'd come and you, we would walk from, we used to pick us up from school. We'd walk yes. home, mm-hmm. we would have talks. Yes. You know, mm. you, you know everything. Everything the day the kid they do, mm. the behavior you see it again every day because every single day you have with them. Do you think? Do you think someone can have that balance of, let's say, if I'm a father and I have to hustle, I'm doing this, I'm playing football, this and this, and still having that? Is it about me finding that balance of spending time with my kids? Even I don't have much time because I have to go out there and hustle and grind. Yes, you, you can't lose time to look after your children. That's what people keep saying. They, you got to make sure you have that time with them. You know, it could be two hours, it could be an hour each day. Hmm? But don't leave your day just for children, just for uh, maid or anything there. Every day have at least an hour. Mm. You make a lot of different. You make a lot of different. Your children have to see you every day. Yes, we, we used to feel, oh, this is not our job. No, it's our job, and it's the best job ever. To, it's something we always feel, especially when you see growing everything there. You see now everything there. That's why you can see. It's much easier to sit down. We do like this podcast. It's much easier to to talk with Manuel the way you talk to Ian. It's much easier. So that relation comes it when you are mm-hmm. young. Yeah. So we most parents miss that young age. Yes. Of course, it's fine. You see, you are working. You are busy. The life is has also the same. But my secret is there's a missing. Mm. So you think connection. That's, that's why we have the relationship we have is because we, you've always been in our ears. Yes. You know, yes. like I still remember. Um, you know, and this is something small, but even like going to training, having talks like, hey, Eve, like even as I said, something like football, maybe you could have done this better or, you know, those certain things that as kids will always remember. Yes. And, and the good thing, activity we did when you were kids, which it, it was make our life standard make much easier. Three boys love one sport. It was much easier, you know. So it, it, give, a, it give me discipline because you're playing soccer and you were good. And you, I remember to take you to training, the thing also I learned and take you to training is to be on time. So since I came to Australia at that time, I never go on time. <laughs> Late to everything. Late, you know, but 
when I start, the coach is waiting for me, the boys, to be on time. Mm. They think, ah, we starting getting late. Sometimes you're tired, you can't go there. The coach said, no, man, you have to be consistent with the kid. Mm. So that now we put the times on it. So it also mm. taught you discipline in yourself. Because also, yes. we especially good timing, timing. Mm. I learned a lot of timing since I came to Australia. Mm. I used to be late for everything. The time we go to be late to school, the school, they say, no, 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 no. You have to be here. Three o'clock is three o'clock. Yeah. 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 Mm. I think this is uh, it's good because I think it's good advice like even for me as I said that because kids don't understand they don't understand money they don't understand the house they mm. only understand time yes That's time. their mm. currency mm. children yes so but again when you grow up or also I realize you you can't measure the time yeah so when you grow up because I put all the times there instead of going to work maybe busy things there so you, you lose maybe financial something there so you forgot the, the, the time so if you are lucky to have time with kids and to make it also financially that is a bonus that's the balance yes yeah. that is the balance, the balance yeah, yeah but that balance it, it doesn't work yeah. most to for, for most people mm. you know? especially immigrants mm, you know yeah. you're coming you you have to put food on the table yes you, know, you, you have, have to put food on the table you have to pay rent and sometimes it takes you time to get the job you like you know mm. it takes your job your professional job so, so see that the stress you know you are doing a job you don't like it because you have to put the food on the table. You see, that would call sacrifice for me sometimes. Is, you know, as I say, your mom sacrificed to you because she was working professionally to leave her job. But for me, I, I didn't sacrifice because also I need to have life to move to to those. And you know, is I think the reason why your message is very important and why a lot of even immigrant fathers not even people whoever is important to hear this is because even now the, the day that we're going into social media is raising children because they don't spend time with their parents they're either at school the parents are working so they're always on their phones they're at school so they really get that they don't get that much time with their parents at least back in our days we didn't have social media and stuff like that yes but nowadays social media is raising children you know schools da, da, da. so i think your message is very important yes so, so what now it's more d distraction but you see this again social media is good but if you use too much it becomes distraction but but that's mm. what parents do nowadays because sometimes parents it's hard maybe with dealing with kids and this and this so you give them the phones you give them the ipads ah just you know kind of that's what's happening nowadays you know all parents are not spending that type of quality time with their children yes but you see where now there's now the difference which is make easily especially for young family so the, the you could be with the kids young kids together but because sometimes the technology will come easy if that times you give them you give the child the phone he's watching cartoon you could have your time to clean up to do whatever you do things there because he's sitting there busy mm -hmm. so that things it's we good. miss it yes mm -hmm. so the time you to be on tv you have to front of tv and you have to sit there together everything there so it was hard much to control but these times the social media the good things is like, like i know now when i drive uh, kids you give them ipad you give everything there they keep busy 
you can still do something else around with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not bad, but it's it, for me. I think it's good to help you. So as long you are there, you have to pick them to school, you do activity for them, you do everything with them. So technology it doesn't change anything. It, but it's a help us to 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 be a bit you know, sometimes it's good to be distracted with something mm, else. Something so, yeah. mm. so uh, what I wanna ask you is what has been your biggest challenge raising three boys? Come from Africa, da, da. what's been the biggest challenge? What's been the hardest thing for you? So as a father, as a man. Yeah, as a man, as just for from Africa, is just to have not to do that financial as way you should be feeding them to to for it out. So, yeah, so that that is the hardest thing to do thing there because normally you want to grow up and then straight away to to go in in different professionalism. So that things it didn't work straight away because normally say like for me when I grow up, my father was so successful, he was so a businessman. So. And I was say, look, I need that, but I could get that. So, and which is also it's good. So the boys that go to found themselves how to become what they, they want to be. But sometimes as a parent, you feel, oh no, I should have maybe have made more money. But it's just terms of money. But otherwise, I don't regret the times to to raise you up. The connection, yes. So the, the connection is more important than what have been doing uh, financially. Mm-hmm. So you found a big challenge was okay I'm spending time with them I'm here for these kids but it was more that financial aspect like yes. my dad was an entrepreneur me I'm working I'm driving these trucks maybe or I'm doing these jobs I remember you used to work at a petrol station yeah sometimes I was casual. was yes. that like casual or something yeah it was casual because it was good because they are now could work at night take you to school do everything there yeah that, that was correct so from post office I went to Caltex and 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 uh, also calls so because that times i was doing night shift so which was good also take you to school take you to the game everything there come home and then a good night shift and everything quick quick backstory didn't didn't one event happen that a place someone came in to rob the petrol gas station yes yeah, so you see that what i say life is everywhere is interesting you know one day i was working man see because it started around 11 and i was just uh, customer service in, in the petrol station, Waterloo, Shell. Man, I was serving client and I could see people running out there, crawling there, and the door open. And I was wondering what they're doing. Man, just came straight away. And one have a huge, huge knife. And I thought, wow, it was in, it was robbed. I said, bring money, bring money, open the safe. Bring. And the sword was you know, the big knife was in my stomach. He, he put it like yes. this. He put it like this. And then he said, God, I don't have the, the number. I don't have the, the... You know, I was so scared. Really? Yes. Were you, were you? Yes, man. I was thought everything's gone. Luckily, and because you have a store which was packed with cigarette, and somebody called, come, come. And then he went away from me. He goes to the cigarette, and then he goes to the cigarette, and I have client. And the client also was standing in front of me and was shocked what was going on. And other people, hey, so uh, hold on. So he's coming, give me everything. Yes, give me open, all the money. open the steel, the, 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 the tool, and the I tool. give him the till and I give him the money. Oh, you gave it to him? Yes, but they, he wanted me to open the safe, but I didn't have the code. Yeah, how much do you guys, did they keep money in the safe? Yeah, they keep money, and all money is in the safe. Wow. So, and then they take the money back. I was so scared. And then luckily, then they ran away. And then 
Like call, you the call the police, do a police report. Yeah. She so, said, oh, life is everywhere. Because when I live in Australia, I told this thing never happened. But it happened to me. That is another experience you learn, you know? Mm. Yeah. That, that must have been a crazy experience again. Like you're here, you're working, you know, just mm. trying to pay your rent. Yes, and, yes. And, and you see, you know, I live in Australia. You, there's something you never think you, you could face. You, you see in the news. Yeah. But everything you see in the news, petrol station will be robbed and you work there. You never think it's going to be to, to, yeah. to be you. And I remember yeah. as kids, like just seeing that story, like just you coming and telling us, it's just like, did you, yeah, that, that's a crazy experience. Yes. So, um, yeah, and that time straight away, I was lucky. It was, I think, around December, but I can't remember which year. And then I went home just to have holiday in Kenya, just relaxing. And, and I think like the good thing um, as well, with you know being in, in that position being an immigrant working being in australia was you guys were still being able to travel with staff travel would you say like how would you compare australia to other places around the world especially when it comes to raising a family so to raise a family in australia it's it's it, it's good it, it's more so the, the, the australian society based on family oriented mm. i can see even though it's hard everything there but it's a family oriented, you know. You live close to school. You, the, the the working between the school, the sport, everything there. Everything's family oriented, and the family has to be both, both parents. Uh, the, yes, some in Africa, family is one parent, but in Australia, family had to be two parents. Yeah, and sometimes that found the single mother here. They work hard everywhere. Everywhere, single mother work hard. But in Australia, it's, it's, a, it's a another level to work hard. And also back home, also single mother, it's hard also for financial purpose. You know, if you are one, it's, it's, it's a different. Mm. But again, sometimes home, somebody we think family is just for one person to look after. Yeah. But in Australia, family, it's both. Every decision, it's both the mother and, and, and the, the father. father. Yeah. Even to buy a car. Even what to eat, everything's conversation between. But back home, I go, I buy a car, I don't need to ask clothes. <laughs> you know? She found the car is there, she so wonder what is there. But here, it's hard, everything had to communicate, you know? Yeah. I, th I think this was a good conversation, guys. You know, we're here in the cruise, we're about to go get lunch. We got a couple more interviews to go, a couple more episodes for you guys. We really appreciate the support, guys. Keep hitting, heading up over like share subscribe i think this was a great conversation i think on fatherhood and just you know that integration coming into australia a lot of people can learn from this conversation so i'm glad that you guys can watch this guys we're creating history the first podcast ever done on a cruise man the first podcast ever you feel me so that's what we're about guys make sure you like share subscribe go copy your merch at fanatics guys there is a limited sale guys so you don't want to miss out on the sale the link is in the description i'm just trying to well here at rubasha family we're just trying to give you guys the best things possible you know yes, yeah and, and also I could put something there to become to experience this lifestyle in clothes it's so so nice as a you know, family as a family this is a family this is a hotel is moving you know pay and do go there google it it's a beautiful it's clean there's many activities there everything you see is there please enjoy your life there bring your family everything's you become on one course look after your family yeah exactly it's, it's all about family and enjoying and that's why we started this podcast it was like how can we as a family just talk with each other father and son brother you know whatever it is like how can we 
um, enjoy each other's company but put it out to the world and just spread that family vibe to everyone you know while we can still add value to people's lives so hit that like button hope you guys enjoyed this get ready for the next video and if you haven't checked out the last video check it out here subscribe and we're gonna see you guys on the next video peace thank you Bleh.